Listeners, welcome to We View Yasha. We're here to talk about Kagome kidnapped by Koga, the wolf demon. Oh no. Oh yes. Oh yeah. <laughs> I'd let him you know those those ladies who fall in love with serial killers? Like uh uh what's that show that uh is it the fall? The one with Oh, uh, Jillian Anderson? Yes. Um, and um Fifty Shades? Fifty Shades. Yeah, the Fifty Shades of Grey. The girl? Guy. Oh, the guy. Oh, Grey. Dornan? I was going to call him Dorian Grey. No. <laughs> so that is a different different person entirely. Uh, maybe, uh, but he's like a murderer in that show, but he's hot. So uh, women who watch that show are like, well, I'd, I'd let him tie me up and put his knife in me. So it's like, so in your mind, it's like, yeah, I'm kidnapped by Koga. Go ahead. <laughs> Take me back home. No, he took her right to his bed. I, with all of his friends watching. <laughs> yeah. This is my new girlfriend. Nobody touch her. I'm seven feet so tall. I am bed of hay. <laughs> so I think the lesson to learn from all of this is that hot, sexy people can get away with anything. Oh, yeah. Seems about right. I mean, I'm I'm the guy who likes Yura, so of course. <laughs> I'm surprised you haven't thrown that back at me. That like, oh, okay, Mister, I don't like murderers. What about your girlfriend? You're of the demon hair. Does she really kill anyone? Yes, <laughs> not on screen, but she tried to kill Kagome. I mean, she kind of already had those skulls. <laughs> she puppeted a lot of people in that village. Maybe killed a couple, but there was also. When they were walking towards oh, yeah, her she lair. Tried to kill Kaede. Yeah. <laughs> Yura, why am I convincing you? Yura is not a good person. Well, no, I just have this desire to defend the villains. <laughs> Poor little villains. I guess somebody has to. <laughs> Look, they knew what they decided. <laughs> anyway. I did want to ask you if you watched any of the koga episodes in english yeah i watched them both so his english voice compared to his japanese voice what do you think i don't care for the english voice really no um i was surprised i was okay with the japanese voice was this the one where you like the english voice more i do maybe i'll get used to it it's deeper and it seems more and um of course because i didn't write down his actual name but it bugged me because I'm like, I know I know that voice, and I know him from X Men Evolution because he voices Wolverine. Oh, okay. But he also voices someone on the Adventures of Sonic. Holy shit! Who does he voice? <laughs> Machopper. Machopper. 
Machopper? Yeah. But it's Adventures of? I have yeah, it was foggy The memory. Adventures of Sonic the Hedgehog. Okay, I'll look him up. I'll look maybe up that episode. he's not even a big character then. We'll save this for maybe our Reddit recap or something that I'll go back and play you a clip of. Here he is in <laughs> Adventures of Sonic. Um, I just remember it brought me out of it going, oh, that's his English voice. Um, maybe I'll get used to it. I'll listen to it a little closer. But I liked his Japanese voice fine. And I'm sure I got used to the Japanese because I watched it in English first originally. And then I did start watching it in Japanese. I got to the point where it was only in Japanese. And I don't remember it bugging me. But then seeing this episode and remembering the English version that I watched a million times, hearing him now, I'm like, ah, oh, he's kind of whiny. The, being deeper does kind of fit him as the... But I, his archetype is kind of Fuel Japan's version of like a biker gang or something. Yeah. I do like calling them the wolf pack because that's kind of cool. And them going into like a small town and busting up the local businesses and then stealing everything and riding off. It's pretty much. Ex- they're wolves. <laughs> it's pretty much exactly what happens in Rumble in the Bronx, that Jackie Chan movie that you may have seen, where um, he, two thirds of the movie, the villain is the biker gang, and then they become friends once an even worse person comes along. <laughs> no, this whole thing started because they grabbed uh, bottles and hit him with baseball bats in an alley and really messed him up. Jackie Chan? Yeah. What? So he's like fighting them most of the movie. I see. And then Naraku comes along and they have to work together. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) Got it. Everything's similar, even the kung fu. (laughs) Yeah, he does kind of have kung fu. Some long legs. I think his legs just look long because his wolf skirt is pretty short well they really call attention to his legs because that's where the jewel shards are and he can run fast but they he also uses his legs to uh land on a cliffside and then run up the side of it yeah. <laughs> it was a good scene oh koga how is that not awesome it's a little silly but it kind of cool literally slipped Kagome off her feet <laughs> no, so I'll go into more detail about it before we get into the episode um, you asked me the previous one that we recorded what I think of Koga I softened on him a little bit because he had no redeeming qualities whatsoever in the five minutes he showed up in the previous episode <laughs> but in this one um, not only does he show a little bit of a soft spot for a couple of things and shows that he's not just a demon who attacks things he uh, has a family and wants to protect his family and all that. He thinks tactically, so he said, I can have this human around me to find jewel shards. But he is the person Inuyasha could become. Koga is a guy who uh, wants jewel shards and is getting more and more powerful, and he has gotten to the point where um, he is. Uh, following his instincts of uh, uh, this, I, I'm going to take this because I need it, I'm going to take this because I need it which is what I think Inuyasha's end goal is, that he'll be so powerful he can just take what he wants whenever um, but th- they usually do that in stories where they have like a dark version of the heroes like, I'm what you could become <clears throat> well, let's, uh, let's start talking about this episode, so after a short recap we're right back at where that fight has just started from the previous episode and uh, 
after Koga being glowing with the really angry energy, attacks Inuyasha. Oh wait. Oh yeah, he's mad because they killed his wolves. Oh yeah, <laughs> good time to high road. Why did you kill my minions? <laughs> you know why, dude. <laughs> Of course. Don't expect anyone to defend themselves. <laughs> and calls uh, Inuyasha a mutt, I believe, which is I think, ooh. Yeah, I think that's funny. That you know, wolf and dog, and they both just hate each other. Yeah, it's canine on canine crime. This whole thing. So uh, he attacks too late to heed uh, Kagome's warning about uh, Koga oh. having some jewel shards in him. <laughs> but the second time she says it, that's when Koga notices her and is like, oh. Well, how does she know that? Mm -hmm. They taunt each other some more. I didn't write down any of the dog slurs, really. Just the one that stood out to me was the English one, which is, uh, you should be put down for rabies! And he attacks him. Oh, (laughs) man. There's no way Inuyasha would know that, that they put dogs down for that. (laughs) Yeah, I I only remember Koga saying that um, he smelled. Yeah. Which he really takes to heart. <laughs> Inuyasha. And then there's... Isn't there something that Koga was taking to heart that Inuyasha said? But he oh, was, there must have been. He was also pretty insulted by it. I'll show him. <laughs> as Kilala protects the perimeter, uh, Inuyasha's defending all of uh, Koga's blows. So, ah. Yeah, why didn't Miroku start sucking up wolves in the wind tunnel? Ah, there were bees there. I don't know. <laughs> So I was like, oh, he's going to suck the wolves up. He was too... And then Coco would be really mad, but then Sango's like, Kilala! Yeah. <laughs> you go fight these wolves. I've got my giant boomerang, and he's got a wind tunnel, but you... You got this. You go get him. <laughs> well, they use Kilala later, I guess, but... I don't know. Sometimes it's like, he does it because his friends are too close, or he doesn't do it because his friends are too close, and... There's a whole town of maybe survivors around them. <laughs> Glad they dealt with the aftermath of this in a couple of scenes. But as Inuyasha is defending, he's going to decide to use the wind scar. He's uh, talking about uh, the two different energies. And we get like a little graphic of uh, like a Doppler effect kind of thing. Whereas the two energies uh, get closer in the middle, that's where the wind scar is. So he powers up and he's going to do it. And after all that, Koga just goes, yeah. Yeah, he sense his instincts are good, and he's like, see ya, <laughs> bye everybody. <laughs> Koga is not above retreating. Also sets him apart from other demons that we've seen before. He's not all anger and um, not so prideful that no. He's like, I don't care if this is dangerous. Like Inuyasha probably would have said, screw it, <laughs> I'm attacking anyway. Yep. So they, sur- they surmise that, that he is uncommonly intuitive, so it's not just going to be brute force. Uh, <laughs> they set about burying all the villagers, and Inuyasha casts a spell called patting himself on the back. <laughs> I'm turning into a real good Samaritan doing all this. And I'm Miroku. Yeah. Who's uh, feeling the tragedy of all of this on his shoulders, uh, once again tells Inuyasha that his plan is stupid. Should not go through with this. This is where I made that connection that the road is going to lead to him being someone like Koga, who 
just does this sort of thing without thinking about it. The entire villages get wiped out, and it's it ain't no big thing. Yeah, I mean, Rook, I think he says something after, of course, Andy Asha's like, Shh, you don't know what you're talking about. I'll do what I want. Yep. Um, and he's kind of left to himself. He's like, you know, there's never been a story that's ended happily with this jewel, and the jewel itself is, like, out for blood. Yeah. I really liked that moment that he kind of dusts his hands off, and uh, that line is something like, uh, the jewel can grant... Uh, anybody happiness but it's never happened before it only ever ends in horrific death and destruction so I'm like oh that's it but then we get our favorite character Shippo so, oh yeah I know who these wolf demons are they're a bunch of bullies they kicked us off a mountainside yeah he calls himself cute <laughs> cute demons like us yeah <laughs> and uh, Kagomi's like whoa 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 let's, let's not get ahead of yourself here <laughs> Just say small, not cute. <laughs> and you're saying something like uh, Koga must be the new leader of the pack. That he's, uh... Yeah, because he hadn't heard of him yeah. before. So presumably he found one of the shards, killed the, the previous uh, alpha, and now he's the new one because they respect might in that, that crew. This was strange. <laughs> the, uh, Sango asks where Akilala is. Like, oh, he's been... She's been hanging out with Inuyasha a lot more lately. Has she? No. <laughs> but I do like this, that they're training together. Yeah. I don't know why he needs her. I guess for a demon energy. That has to be to it. A demonic aura. Yeah, he's training his eye to see the wind scar, I'm guessing. Yeah, I don't think... I mean can't exactly do that with a tree i didn't really know where this was going i thought it was going for like a we're about to shadow box kind of thing where he tries to hit her with the wind scar and she dodges i was like wow that's playing fast and loose with a pretty powerful that's really the only one he can practice with because you know shippa would be a baby and a tattletale if he tried to practice <laughs> yeah after Just he tried to do it while he was time. in the tree yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you try to kill me I'm this group's jockin'. and Miroku and Kagome are all human, so, yeah. Mm. All right. He has to partner with Kilala. Well, they seem to be getting along famously. <laughs> Kilala don't talk back. But, of course, uh, as dinner is served in the dead village, uh, <laughs> the wolves have been watching this whole time. And they bring all that information back to their pack leader, Koga. So I knew that sword was powerful. Which, that information ends up neither being here nor there because what he wants is the girl who can see the shards. Because uh, back at his home, he has a problem that needs solving. And plus, you know, it's handy to just blink, 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 and become the new Naraku. But, and then he can defeat Naraku, and you don't have to do anything. Yeah. Oh, Inuyasha is tracking the wolves. They're on the offensive. I didn't expect this either. That they would have just... Well, I guess they have to be on the offensive because they got to get those jewel shards back. Yeah, and he had three. Yep. He had a lot. <laughs> they can't just let that I stand. I don't think they have any other leads, really. But has, has Moroku given back any of his that he keeps on his body? I don't think so. Yeah, I don't think so. 
And does Sango still have the one that was in her back that one time? No, uh, Naraku took it out. See, that's when right. she stopped fighting she Inuyasha, he's like, well, fine. I'm not yeah. going to give you this. That's what was all extra confusing about that uh, that preview that one time, where she has a test. Oh. Because then she wants to... She says, Sango, you'll do it? I don't know if that meant you'll give me one of your shards or you'll... So they don't have any, because... Yeah, Ki- Kikyo. Kikyo took them all. Yeah. Oh, wait, but Moroku... I, it's possible Moroku just won't lend them. Yeah, I don't know. That's a good point. Yeah, but I, I don't know. I guess they don't know at this point that will the will of the well has a lot to do with whether or not she can go back home. But maybe we'll tackle that later. And it's like, I've been stuck here for a while. I really got to get back home. Maybe after Koga falls in love with her. <laughs> I think I think she does go home pretty soon, actually. Okay. <laughs> maybe he follows her home <laughs> and asks her father... Oh, wait, her grandfather, <laughs> for permission. They do that over there in Japan. Yeah, so they're tracking, and Shippo insults Inuyasha for no reason. I gotta tell you, that's gonna bring down his Shippo formants. A couple of notches. <laughs> oh, because he's sniffing the ground, and he's like, you know, he's not doing anything to help Koga's allegations here. <laughs> what did you say? <laughs> Come over here so I can punch you. And Moroku, who's flying around with Sango on Kilala, looking. Guys, did you notice he's got his staff around her? No, I didn't notice that. Like a seatbelt? Yeah. Like a really inappropriate. Instead of like holding her, he's got his staff. That's got to be uncomfortable for her. No, he's respecting his distance. It's just I don't know why I've never noticed that before, but I was like, I'll have to rewatch it. That's just awkward. Okay. Yeah, but he does not care for the area that they're in. There's something off about it. Perhaps it's the shadows that keep flying overhead. Don't know. Will we ever know? Yes. Oh, yeah, eventually. (laughs) Pretty soon, actually, because they land. He asks Inuyasha if he sensed anything. He's like, what do you mean by that? You're being real forceful about this whole dog thing. I would never do that to you. For the love of God. But interrupting this argument, wolves attack. They knock Inuyasha down a cliff, who just stares and does nothing. <laughs> I know. But the I others... guess they were trying to, like, grab his arms and push him in the water so he can't pull the sword out. Possibly. I think their plan was just to knock him off the cliff. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think so. Because Koga just runs up the cliff and goes, ha bye. <laughs> See ya. He's real cocky. <laughs> yep. Yeah, there's a kicking some ass, though. They're holding off the wolves, and uh, Koga runs up and just kidnaps Kagome. Could have murdered her if he wanted to, but he didn't. And she screams as he jumps across the chasm and does that weird leg move and then runs up the side of the cliff. The sheer wall. Did like that line where he tells her not to scream. I'll scream if I want. (laughs) I did see... A little fluffy on Kagome's shoulder when they were jumping across. Oh. A fluffy little shippo tail. Oh. <laughs> yeah, that's right. He he kind of makes himself scarce after that because he's. Uh, yeah. Somehow he wound up on Koga's tail, but you can see him on Kagome's shoulder, his yeah. little tail, when they're jumping. And uh, as they're running, a, a demon bird flock 
flies overhead. Um, does he mention what they're called at this point, or is that a little later? That might be later. I think he yeah. just says, hey, do any of them have a jewel shard? Yeah. She's like, <laughs> She's no. like what are those? And he goes, just tell me if they have a jewel shard. They're... Their faces look like the things from Big Trouble in Little China, and they have bird wings, and then there are people in the tops of their heads. It's the strangest design I've ever seen. Yeah. I mean, I don't know if you could sell that as a toy. They don't, they're not aesthetically pleasing. No. Even though one of the ladies was topless, but I don't don't think so. And uh, they don't have shoe shirts, they run away. You also, I'm sure, liked that the pack was at, like, a very idyllic waterfall. Where it's like, yeah, please kidnap me, baby. Take me to this nice waterfall. Paradise. <laughs> Calm yourself, woman. Anyway, uh, the gang uh, regroups. Uh, Sango tried to track them, but was waylaid by those birds, and she managed to kill one, it looks yep. like. Good for them. <laughs> Oh, this part. This is going to up his shippo performance because uh, a really irritating mushroom (laughs) pops up out of the ground that screams. Something else that wasn't previously established. (laughs) I did, yeah, I do. My last note on here was, okay, so shippo did something useful. Yeah, for a bit. They were totally lost because Inuyasha couldn't get Kagome sent because it was just covered in wolves and it was everywhere so they had no idea how to find her. Yeah, good thing for that crying mushroom. And there's a bunch of them, so they just follow it, uh, Hansel and Gretel style. So in the cave, there are bones everywhere of all the various things that they've killed and eaten. And uh, Kogek says, back off my Kool-Aid fools. This, this girl's <laughs> mine. They all, oh, the dogs actually smell something on, is it, is it his tail? Yeah. His, uh, his little shorts. <laughs> And he finds a shippo on there. I think it's just a wrap. I think he's kind of wearing a mini skirt. Yeah, he could be. It's too hot looking to really off, care. Though. Yeah. Caveman look kind of thing. Sexy caveman. Yeah. It's fine. I'm into it. <laughs> well, when we go to bake anime, yeah, I'll uh, cosplay as that. <laughs> I will not be able to pull it off. I'll tell you right oh now. Oh my god. Okay. When we're done, I gotta look up that to see if we've got some Koga cosplayers. Oh, Jesus. I'm not tall enough and I'm not muscular enough. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> but the way he finds Shippo on his own tail, it sounds like he knew he was there the whole time. It's like, yeah, 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 he was, uh, yeah I grabbed on my tail. And your dreams, I, this is why you like him. He almost feeds Shippo to some dogs. <laughs> He's like the dream come true. Is this in the con list? Because... Yeah. <laughs> But Kagome being a good person prevents him from being eaten. And he doesn't he doesn't argue with her. He's just like, ah, all right. Yeah. Fine. But he does it because um, she's like, I won't help you if you uh, feed him to your wolves. And then he's like, okay, then. And then he, like, picks up his wolf and he's like, oh, you're getting, you're getting kind of chubby. You guys need to stop eating. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so then it, it wasn't like a, I'm doing this. It was just, it was kind of like a, Oh, yeah, yeah, you guys aren't starving. You don't need to eat this. Mm. That's true. So, I mean, a, a more villainous person would have argued with her and said, oh, you're going to help me. And then Shippa's like, endure it just a little longer, Kagami. <laughs> it's just like, I'm fine. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, I got this nice band to stretch out on. 
I think this is my new home, as, as a matter of fact. <laughs> and then, uh, oh, is that when the wolves come in with all those mushrooms? No, 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 that's in a little okay, bit. Okay, But it. first the injured <laughs> arrive. And this is where Koga explains mm. that their natural enemies are what they call the birds of paradise. And he thinks their leader, or at least someone in their flock, has a, uh, or in their murder? Oh. In are their, they crows? They, I don't know. No, those are. He presumes that one of them has a fragment, and that's why they've been so good at killing them lately. So this is going to be Kagome's task. She has to find out which one is the leader and has the fragment. The pack will attack that one altogether. Mm -hmm. So that's her plan that she's going to get out of that cave so that her friends can find her. And Shippo is on board with that too. It's like, just a little longer, Kagome. They're going to find my <laughs> mushroom trail and mid-sentence. <laughs> All the dogs. I'm thinking these dogs knew what they were and they were gathering them. To, yeah. Uh, but it's lost on the guys. I'm like, we can't eat these. <laughs> now, this is great. Their ship is like, ah! ah! <laughs> Shit! <laughs> I think they're pretty smart wolves. Yeah. They, they knew. They knew. Yeah. And they wa probably wanted to kill Shippo because he did that, not because they were hungry. <laughs> yeah, exactly. One listens uh, to him. Let me think that. Oh, yeah. I wrote this line down because I thought you'd like it. So the others, they've lost the trail. But uh, I think it's Inuyasha says, uh, Shippo's stupid trail ends here. <laughs> <laughs> Which is great. He does. Oh, that's so funny. <laughs> and just as they lose that trail, they're descended on by birds. And Inuyasha's like, I ain't got time to jibba-jabba. And uses Iron Reaver Soul Sealer, and that's what we end on. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. This is a good two-episode arc. Oh, uh, there's a third Great. episode. Yeah. It kind of just went in from one arc to another. Yeah. With... And unceremoniously just uh, I'll pronounce that later uh, correctly in post-production <laughs> yeah without any fanfare just from one arc to the other so Shomaru pretty met a little girl and then all of a sudden we got this there's a new hot pot in town his name is Koga <laughs> <laughs> and he barely wears anything ladies well he's got his armor up top he just got real tiny shorts has, his arm. a skirt and you can see them or shoulders kilt. Or something. Just a little fur. Goes a little headband. A little high ponytail. Piercing blue eyes. Oh, that's right. Ladies like the eyes. And a tail. I don't know if that's his tail or if it's like his belt. I would think it's his belt. Yeah. I'll read some fan fiction and find out. <laughs> I know there's some. Well, you know, what would their couple name be, of course, is Kogame, which is Aww. almost like Kagame from Psychopaths. Um, if uh, Koga was paired with Kikyo, it's it Kogayu. <laughs> <laughs> Kogayu. And then uh, if uh, it's uh, Inuyasha, it's Kogayasha. I really got to make good on my, my threat to uh, find some fan fiction and read it aloud to you. <laughs> Uh, these two episodes were great. Can't wait to watch the next one or two. Hoping we get to do two. And that'll be good. Yeah. Excited. Yay. I know that. Finally picked up. 
<laughs> this is what you were waiting for this yes. whole time. So I'm like, eh, nothing good happens for like eight or nine episodes. <laughs> yeah, but I'll say these titles are really ruining uh, yeah. stuff. <laughs> so every once in a while the titles are just like, eh, it's a thing that happens in the first five minutes, so it's fine. But it took a while for Kagome to get kidnapped by the wolf demon in this one. Yeah, it was really kind of in the second half. And I bet you he's going to fall in love with her at the end of the next episode. And then what's going to happen? She's got tests to take, damn it. <laughs> Might make somebody a little jelly. Oh, I guarantee it. He is, <laughs> Inuyasha is really possessive, but he just won't pull the trigger on. He's got a crazy ex-girlfriend that <laughs> wants to drag him to hell. Not anymore. She's past that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He'd be fine with his death, I'm sure. Try and drag a guy to hell once. <laughs> <laughs> You'll forever be known as that girl who did that thing. It's like Koga's forever going to be known as that guy who killed all those people. <laughs> Although dating him might be a little simpler because he doesn't have no baggage. <laughs> He's just like, this is, hey, this is who I am. <laughs> um, he does the have train. a big family, though. Uh, yeah, I pretty much got to share you with everybody. <laughs> They all live together. It's going to be like a Peter Pan type situation where she has to read them all stories. Teach them <laughs> to read. Like in the Broadway show of Beauty and the Beast. What <laughs> is reading? What happens next, Because yeah, princes Belle? don't get any education. He has a goddamn <laughs> library. He knew how to read Broadway. They even did that in the Emma Watson live action movie. What happens next? Although it was more of like a story he'd never heard before. But whatever. Point being, you know, ladies like a man who's a little psychotic. <laughs> You're gonna <be> so stupid. <laughs> they can read too. <laughs> We've got to be a project. Am I right? Shits <laughs> out, ladies. <laughs> I won't hashtag that. Well, anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for listening, everybody. Uh, this, uh, 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 tune in next time for when we talk about the man who fell in love with a lady. <laughs> named Kagome. <laughs> who could that man be? Shippo? Shippo's not a man. Nobunaga? Hey Hachi, 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 Hachi. I don't, who's Hey Hachi? I think I keep saying that. I don't know. I'll have to look it up. Anyway, maybe you heard Maroku go, "Hey Hachi," <laughs> but he was just saying, "Hey to Hachi." <laughs> I believe that if Hachi weren't just suddenly there all the time, they never have to greet him. He's just like, "I was here." <laughs> oh, I remember. Well, I mean, you need me. Yeah. Remember when he was going to die for them? Yeah. The giant sweet wind little he needs to hang out with them more often, even though he's afraid of danger and danger follows them around. Uh, just like Miyoga, only when they need him. <laughs> Seems like Sango's now taking up that role of, oh yeah, this is the thing that I know about. So now Miyoga's been relegated to, you weren't here for this scene, so I'll fill you in. <laughs> Good show. <laughs> Thanks for listening, everybody. Bye.